0: Today on Adventures in Faith with Jerry Savelle.
1: The question is, are you willing to wait for it? Are you willing to wait for that harvest? Because God guarantees you will have a harvest if you're patient, if you're consistent, if you're immovable and you won't give up. You will receive a harvest. Hello, everyone. I'm Jerry Savell. Welcome to our broadcast today. I appreciate you watching. And for those of you that maybe are new viewers, we appreciate you tuning in. And I believe what you're going to hear today is going to be an inspiration to your life. You know, we love hearing from people. And those of you that communicate with our ministry, we appreciate you telling us how much you're enjoying the lessons that you're hearing. And we appreciate your sowing into our ministry. We appreciate uh, you believing in us, praying for us, And and joining with us in our endeavor to reach the world with the message of hope, the message of faith, the message of love, and the message of favor and blessings. That's what this ministry is known for. We teach people all over the world how to walk in the blessings of God, how to experience the favor of God, and how to live in victory the way God has chosen us to live. Amen. So thank you. If you're a new viewer, thank you for watching, and I believe it won't be your last time. And those of you that are regular viewers, thank you once again. And all of our partners, we can't tell you uh, enough how much we appreciate all that you do to help us fulfill our vision. Those of you that have been watching the last couple of weeks, you know we've been talking about the subject of the nature of a seed, the nature of a seed. Uh, I want to go back and review just a little bit before we get into some new information today. Let's remember in Genesis chapter 1 when God created man he gave him dominion. He gave him authority. He blessed him, pronounced the blessing over his life. And then he said, and I've given you every herb bearing seed and for you, it shall be for me. Other translations say it shall be for provision. Notice seed is for provision. Now, if you know anything about the nature of a seed, that's exactly what it is for. When you plant a seed, you do so for provision. In other words, you're expecting a harvest from that seed and it will provide nourishment for you. It'll provide uh, food for you. It'll provide uh, an opportunity for you to have your body sustained. So seed is for provision. Say that with me. Seed is for provision. Then that's not only true with apple seeds and tomato seeds and whatever kind of seed you might be sowing. It's also true for money, finances. The apostle Paul teaches this in the book of Galatians and in 2 Corinthians chapter nine. Paul says in Galatians that uh, don't, don't ever be deceived. Don't ever mock God because he says this, uh, whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Now, if you study Galatians chapter six very closely, you'll notice the theme is finances. He's talking about sowing finances. And what are seeds for? It's for provision. If you're in need financially, then the best way for you to have that financial need met is by sowing financial seeds. Now let's remember the law of Genesis tells us that every seed produces after its own kind. Simply meaning this, if you plant apple seeds, you get apples. You plant tomato seeds, you get tomatoes. You plant carrot seeds, you don't get cotton, you get carrots. So every seed produces after its own kind. It's the same with finances. Your finances are considered to be seed in the kingdom of God. It's the way God thinks. So if you need finances, then the most logical thing for you to do is to sow financial seeds. Now, this is the way I've lived now for 54 years. I I actually learned this principle as a little boy. I grew up on a farm in, in Vicksburg, Mississippi. My grandfather taught me these principles, but I didn't know they were in the Bible because back in those early days, I didn't read the Bible. I went to the little country church down at the end of our road, but I don't remember much about what was taught, but I don't think they taught much about the principles that I'm teaching you today. So if you study your Bible, you find out that, Finances are seed, just like tomatoes are seed, uh, cotton is seed, begins with a seed. If you want a financial breakthrough, if you need increased finances, then every seed produces after its own kind. You sow financial seeds, you reap a financial harvest. Now, in Genesis chapter 8, the Bible says in verse 22, and we've read this in some of the previous broadcasts, but I want to bring it to your remembrance once again. It says, while the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest shall not cease. Seed time and harvest shall not cease as long as the earth remaineth. So let me ask you this question. I've asked before, is the earth still here? If it is, and I checked this morning, it is still here. And so that means the principle of seed time and harvest is still in operation today, just like it was when God spoke these words back in Genesis chapter eight. So notice nothing's changed as far as how God had planned for man to be provided for. It was through the seeds that he would sow. So seed time and harvest shall not cease. Uh, the message translation says it will never end and it will never stop. So that means the principle of seed time and harvest is just as much alive and operative today as it was the day established that principle way back in Genesis chapter eight. Now the Bible tells us in James chapter one, and I'm still reviewing in James chapter one, it says, speaking of God in whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. In other words, God doesn't change his mind every other day. There is no variableness with God, neither shadow of turning. The passion translation says, Uh, his, what, what God says is never subject to change, never subject to change. Hebrews chapter six and verse one says, we're in God willing to show the heirs of of promise, the immutability of his counsel. And the word immutability means unchangeableness, uh, unalterableness, not capable of, of change not susceptible to change. In other words, once God establishes a principle or a spiritual law, it's no longer susceptible to change. So that means the law of seed, time, and harvest, since God is the one who declared it and God is the one who established it, then it is not susceptible to change. It is still operative today. It still works today, just like when he spoke it way back in Genesis chapter eight. So what I want you to see is this, you still have your life sustained by the seeds that you sow. Now, in Genesis uh, or Galatians chapter 6, uh, when the Bible says, Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Speaking of financial seeds, the Phillips translation says, A man's harvest in life depends entirely upon the seeds which he sows. So let me ask you this question. Who is in charge of your harvest? God or you? Now, God's the one who established the principles. So yes, ultimately God is involved. But notice whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. So you're the one who determines whether or not you reap a harvest and it's based upon the seeds that you sow. So let me ask you this. If you are in need of a harvest, are you sowing seeds? If you're in need of a financial harvest, are you sowing financial seeds? If not, then you have no one to blame but yourself for not experiencing the provision that God has set forth in his word through the law of seed, time, and harvest. Praise God. I'm telling you, this is such an exciting study. It's one of the most exciting things that I've ever learned. Many times people have asked me, Brother Jerry, what's the most powerful spiritual law that you've ever learned? And I always say, the law of seed, time, and harvest. It still works today and it'll work for you, just like it works for me. So let's continue this in just a few moments. But before we do, I want you to take a break for a moment, and I want you to listen to our announcer with a special offer that we have available for you as you watch uh, the teaching segment today. All right, I'll be right back after this offer is presented to you.
0: Are you ready to remove lack and break free from financial bondage? it's time to move to a higher level of God's blessing and goodness. Today's faith-filled offer, Maximizing Your Harvest Special Package, contains Jerry Savelle's inspiring book, Life of Faith, his mini book, Sewing in Famine, and his eye-opening three-part audio series, Maximizing Your Harvest. Learn the keys to receiving the most out of your sowing, and discover how God has plans to prosper you. In this package, Jerry teaches how to hold fast to your faith, how to identify financial bondage, how to remove lack and what produces maximum blessing. Don't delay, call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Maximizing Your Harvest special package. Don't just look at your seed, look at what your seed can produce. Now is the time to trust God's word and watch your seed produce a maximum harvest
1: we want to go back to what we were talking about just before we took the break. And we mentioned that the law of seed time and harvest is still operative today. As long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease. Then we mentioned in Hebrews chapter six, where God says that his counsel is immutable, meaning that it's unchangeable, it's unalterable, it's not capable or susceptible to change. So once God establishes a spiritual law, it cannot be changed and God himself will never change it. In Psalm 89, 34, God says, my covenant will I not break nor alter the thing that is gone from my lips. So once God speaks a spiritual principle, then he will never change it. He says, once it comes from my lips Uh, it, It will not change. And then the message translation says for Psalm 89, 34, do you think I'd withdraw my holy promise or take back words that I've already spoken? What's he saying? I'm a faithful God and you can depend on me. In fact, Deuteronomy chapter seven, verse nine says, know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God. That's one of the things I love about God is that he is dependable. He's reliable. He, he never, he never uh, uh, refuses to back what he says. He is the original promise keeper, I like to say. And notice here he says, I will not break my covenant. I'm the faithful God. So that leads us back to Galatians chapter six. If you have your Bibles with you, you might want to join with me and let's read this once again. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. The message translation says, don't be misled. What a person plants, he will harvest. What a person plants, he will harvest. There's your guarantee that if you plant it, you will harvest it. And then the uh, Psalm 30 or Psalm 20, verse three, God makes this promise. He remembers all your offerings, or he remembers every seed that you sow. That's the Savelle translation. He remembers all your offerings. I like to say it this way. He never forgets a seed sown. The Passion Translation says, he remembers every gift, or you could say it this way, he remembers every seed. So that's our guarantee, that once we sow our financial seeds, then God promises that that he never forgets a seed sown. He never forgets an offering that is given in love and in faith. So if you have financial needs today, then what God's word teaches us is that you are capable of experiencing financial breakthroughs and financial harvest if you learn to plant financial seeds. Now, I want to encourage you, begin spending some quality time with the Lord and ask him where you should plant your seed. Because remember now, in Mark chapter four, when Jesus taught the parable of the sower, he said, uh, talked about four different types of soil that the sower sowed seed on. And there was only one soil that produced maximum results. And that was a soil that Jesus referred to as good ground. So you want to make sure that you're sowing your seed in good ground. Now, I consider good ground where ministries are concerned is ministries that do what they say with your finances, ministries that are reliable, ministries that if they tell you they're going to take your seed and they're going to build something with it, then at at some point they're going to give you evidence that that seed was put into that project. That's good ground. If, If you sow into a ministry and he says or she says, I'm going to take your seed and I'm going to go to Africa and I'm going to hold crusades and then they never go. Then I wouldn't consider that to be good ground because good ground does what it says it's going to do with your seed. I want to know that when I sow my seed into a specific ministry for a specific project, that my seed is going to what they said it's going for. And I'd like to see results. Amen. I'd like to see proof that my seed was used and it was productive. And I don't blame you. If you, uh, the Lord leads on you to sow seed into this ministry, check on it. See if we're doing what we say we're going to do with your seed because that's what good ground does. So once again, it's not just sowing anywhere. It's not just, you know, throwing seed, tossing it here and tossing it there. It's making sure that you get your seed In good ground, amen. Now I want to go to something really new that we haven't talked about up to this point. Let's go to Mark chapter four, if you have your Bibles with you, and I want you to see something beginning in verse twenty-six. This is Jesus speaking, and he said, "So is the kingdom of God, as if a man should cast seed into the ground, and should sleep, and uh, night and day, and and the seeds spring and grow." he knoweth not how. Now listen to this verse, verse 28. For the earth bringeth forth fruit of itself, first the blade, then the ear, after that the full corn in the ear. Now we haven't talked about this, but this is what I want to introduce now before we take another break and we'll continue on this in our final segment on today's lesson. Notice there are three stages of growth. Number one, first the blade, then the ear, after that, the full corn in the ear. Now that's the reason why, and I want you to listen to this very closely. That's the reason why the principle or the spiritual law is called seed, time, and harvest. Seed, it takes seed, it takes time, and then the harvest. A lot of people give up because they don't see the harvest in the next few moments after they sow the seed or they give up because they didn't get a harvest overnight. No, remember, it's seed, time, and harvest. Time is involved. Now, I love it when my seed produces in a short time, but most of the time, it has taken a while for the seed to produce a harvest. But the question is, are you willing to wait for it? Are you willing to wait for that harvest? Because God guarantees you will have a harvest if you're patient, if you're consistent, If you're immovable and you won't give up, you will receive a harvest. Now, that's what we're going to focus on when we come back for this final segment. But before we do, listen, those of you that would like more in-depth training, we have a correspondence Bible course that people all over the world are taking, and it is such a great blessing to people, as I mentioned, all over the world. If you're interested, watch this uh, announcement about the correspondence Bible course. And I'll be right back. Hello, I'm Brother Jerry, and I have some exciting news for you. The Jerry Savelle Bible School is now ready. You can enroll. Each course is online, and we're excited about this school without walls. You know, the great thing about it is you don't have to come to Fort Worth, Texas and enroll and be in classroom. You can take each course at your own pace, at your own time. As you enroll and begin to take these courses, you're going to receive in-depth teaching from God's Word. It's going to help build a foundation for living by faith and learning how to receive everything that God has for you. I'd like for you to prayerfully consider enrolling in this Bible school. I believe it will be very beneficial for you, and I look forward to having the opportunity to impart into your life. Thank you, and God bless you. All right, let's continue on our teaching on the nature of a seed. And when we went to the last announcement, we were talking about Mark chapter four, verse 28, and I want to read it once again. For the earth bringeth forth fruit of itself, first the blade, then the ear, then the full corn in the air. So notice there are three stages of growth. Now, if, if you give up after the first stage, then it's not like you're going to receive a harvest. So notice it's first the blade, then the ear, then the full corn in the ear. Now, let me read another translation. Uh, Another translation says, and this is from the New Living Translation, first a leaf blade pushes through, then the heads of the wheat are formed, and finally the grain ripens. So notice, once again, even in the New Living Translation, any other translation you might read, there are going to be three stages of growth. First the blade, then the ear, and then the full corn. So if you're not willing to wait for all three stages, then once again, it's not likely for you to experience a harvest. Now, let me give you an example of this. Years ago, uh, and you've heard me talk about this and I won't take a lot of time on it, but it's a very good point uh, and a good example of what I'm talking about here of the three stages of growth. Years ago, uh, when I first went in the ministry, the the Spirit of God said to me that I would not be able to fulfill what God had called me to do without airplanes in my life. And he said, start believing for them now when you don't need them. And when you do need them, they'll be there. And then he also said, and I don't want you flying airplanes with debt on them. Believe for them debt free. So that was way back in 1969, early 1970. So I didn't need an airplane then, but I knew one day I would because God said I would. So I began believing for them then and I had learned the principle of seed time and harvest and every time I got a little extra seed, I would sow into another ministry that was believing for an airplane because every seed produces after its own kind. So I sowed airplane seed to reap an airplane harvest. So uh, I did that for quite some time, year after year. And then finally in about 1975, this is about five years later, the need of an airplane began to arise in my ministry. I couldn't get to all the places where I was invited to preach by driving an automobile. And sometimes uh, even the commercial airlines couldn't get me to all the places I needed to go. Sometimes I'd go as far as they could take me. then have to rent a car and drive maybe another 100, 200 miles. So now I need an airplane to fulfill what God has called me to do. So once again, I'm still sowing seed all along. I'm sowing seed, but then one day I was able to hire a gentleman that became my general manager in the ministry. Now, at that time, I I was young in the ministry. Uh, I didn't have, uh, but just a couple of people on staff and this man and his wife joined our staff and he was my business manager. Okay. Okay. He had been a businessman, he was retired, and he wanted to come to work for our ministry. Now, I didn't know when I hired him that he was a pilot and that he had over 10,000 hours flying time. So when I found that out, this scripture came to my thinking. First, the blade. I thought, hey, that's my blade. God told me that I would not be able to fulfill what I'm called to do without airplanes. Now I have a man on staff who is a pilot He's got 10,000 hours, so I considered him my blade. In fact, I'd go in his office, and sometimes I'd say, good morning, blade, and I told him what I was talking about. I said, you're my blade. I know our airplane is on its way, okay? Then I was in a meeting out in Andrews, Texas, and uh, I had driven out there. I had my wife, my daughters with me, a couple of people on staff with me that that were working in that meeting with me, And a man came in the last day, and I won't get into all the story, but it's quite an interesting story, and you've probably heard it before. But anyway, a man came in, and he told me that the Lord had told him that he was to bring me some money for an airplane. He said, Are you believing for an airplane? I said, Yes, I am. He said, Well, God told me to bring you some money for your airplane. And so he gave me a sum of money. It was not enough to pay cash for an airplane. But it was the first time anybody had ever sown seed into my airplane, into that project. So I considered that the, the ear. The Bible says once again, let me read it, first the blade, then the ear, and then after that, the full corn in the air. Okay, so when that man gave me that money, even though it was not enough to purchase an airplane, but it was the first uh, time that I'd ever received money that was designated for my airplane. So notice the blade has come up and now the ear is coming up and then short time later just a short time later I was out in uh, Omaha, Nebraska. Brother Fred Price and myself were preaching a faith conference together and when the meeting was over he and Betty, his wife Betty and Carol and I, uh, we went to the Omaha airport. Fred and Betty Price uh, got on a plane to fly back to Los Angeles. Carol and I got on a a plane to fly back to DFW. When I got to DFW, and this was way back before cell phones, when I got back to DFW, my office manager, my blade, was waiting there at the airport for us to take us home. And when we got in the car, he said, "You got a call today, and some folks that you know that live in Dallas want to know if you can have dinner with them tonight." And so I knew who they were, and so we were practically in Dallas already. So. We stopped at a service station so I could use a pay phone and I called them. I said, yes, we'd be happy to have dinner with you tonight. When we got to the restaurant, they said, uh, Brother Jerry, God told us to give you our airplane over a year ago, but it still had debt on it. And God told us not to give it to you until it was paid off. And so uh, we have been believing God to pay this airplane off. Charles and Peggy Capps came to visit us today and we were telling them about it. And though Charles spoke up and said, well, we have the money to pay it off. They told him what it was, the amount. He, he gave them the money to pay it off and they gave me the airplane. So notice there were three stages that I went through. First the blade, then the corn, then the full corn in the air. If I had given up after the blade, I wouldn't have that testimony. If I had given up after the corn, I wouldn't have that testimony. But notice the three stages. Remember this, seed, time, and harvest. If you will hang on to that principle, then it'll work for you every time. Praise God. Listen, uh, we're going to go to our announcement once again. Be sure to have something you can make a note on. And uh, I want you to get these resources into your hands. And I know they'll be a blessing to you. Then I'll be back just as soon as the announcement is over.
0: Are you ready to remove lack and break free from financial bondage? It's time to move to a higher level of God's blessing and goodness. Today's faith-filled offer, Maximizing Your Harvest Special Package, contains Jerry Savelle's inspiring book, Life of Faith, his mini book, Sowing in Famine, and his eye-opening three-part audio series, Maximizing Your Harvest. Learn the keys to receiving the most out of your sewing and discover how God has plans to prosper you. In this package, Jerry teaches how to hold fast to your faith, how to identify financial bondage, how to remove lack, and what produces maximum blessing. Don't delay. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Maximizing Your Harvest special package. Don't just look at your seed. Look at what your seed can produce. Now is the time to trust God's Word and watch your seed produce a maximum harvest. That's what I want to encourage
1: you. You will not regret it. Get these resources into your home just as quick as you possibly can. All the ordering information is on the screen. The little book, Sowing and Famine. This has touched thousands of people all over the world. And then our theme this year, Maximizing Your Harvest. And then my book on the life of faith. All the principles I've been talking about are in these resources. And I know they'll bless you when you get them in your home. Listen to them. Watch them. It'll be a great blessing to you. Join me again next week as we continue our study on the nature of a seed. I'll see you then.